1: is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRochstra. China's UN ambassador says the United States should come up with, quote, more attractive and more practical policies and actions to reduce tensions with North Korea and avoid a return to the vicious circle of confrontation, condemnation and sanctions over its nuclear and ballistic missile program. U.N. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield says the U.S. is willing to meet with North Korea without preconditions.
3: We reiterate our call for the DPRK to cease its destabilizing actions and return to dialogue. Delta Airlines is requesting
1: the Justice Department put any person convicted of a disruption on board a flight to the national no-fly list. In a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland, Delta CEO Ed Bastian says there should be zero tolerance for any behavior that affects flight safety, both on the ground and in the air. This is SRN News. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flatline with your host, Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flatline describes a main line of resistance in your soul built on God's word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. The Flatline with Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The
4: Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, coming to you from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. And if you're looking for your next good read, our February Regnery Book of the Month is Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to the World Order by Stephen W. Mosher. Sign up to win a copy at the Freedom Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com. Regnery Publishing is a division of Salem Media Group. The Narn with Mitch Burke continues.
5: Portions of this program may have been pre recorded.
1: This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities.
6: It's great to be back in Minnesota today.
1: Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird.
7: Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses. Yearning to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, celebrating its 20th anniversary as one of Minnesota's finest C-list blogs. Today, 20 years ago today, I started that bad boy, and I'll be talking about that later on in the show here today. John Augustine from the Legislative Evaluation Assembly joins us to talk about the little to-do they have coming up here, uh, which I can hope, uh, sincerely hope you all support. But up next, it's campaign season, which makes us uh, conservative talk show hosts some of the most popular people in town because everyone uh, is looking to get on the air. And uh, with uh, it's my great pleasure to introduce one of the latest people to throw their hat in the ring, uh, running for a uh, for the Minnesota Attorney General nomination on the GOP side, uh, a candidate I've been hearing about literally since I moved to the Twin Cities thirty four years ago. Uh, my pleasure to welcome Tad Jude to the broadcast, Mister Jude. Welcome. Thank you, Mitch. It's great to have you here. Now, you, you literally, you're one of the first politicians in Minnesota, other than who wasn't a governor first, whose name I learned, uh, for because I was talking with the late, great John McDougall when I was at my first Twin Cities radio job, right out of college, at the Evil Talk Empire, KSTP. There, I can mention their name now. And uh, for some reason, we wound up, uh, John McDougal, the former anchor at Channel 5 way back God, sixty years ago, uh, was uh, was 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 talking about Tad Jude back in the day as someone to look out for, and by golly, you were even then, Tad Jude. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> and 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 you have been ever since then, one way or the other.
8: So it's a pleasure to finally meet you after all these years. Uh, thank you, Mitch, and and uh, actually, one way or the other is right. <laughs> <That's> Last right. <laughs> Monday, I announced for Attorney General. Yep, and um, we absolutely need. A new attorney general, and that's just it, something. I'm embarrassed to have our attorney general. Oh, in Minnesota. You,
7: yeah, absolutely. And and for and, and for you know this, and I know this, and people who are involved in politics know this. And yet, I run into people here, there, and everywhere who, while they they know that Keith Ellison is is a, to say the least an interesting character, and I say that in the full Minnesotan sense of the term. Not everyone knows exactly why. Uh, why do we need to get Keith Ellison out of office? Tad Jude.
8: The main reason is we've got a hyper-partisan attorney general. Yeah. And it's unfortunately, I believe, had a very troubling influence on our system of justice. Yeah. And um, I I look at, uh, for example, the Kim Potter case. Yeah. And I've, I've been a judge out in Washington County for 11 years. I got off the bench December 31st. And because of that, now I can get involved in politics. I can get involved in Discussing public policy issues, but what happened with the Kim Potter case is you had a case that went from Hennepin County over to Washington County. Yep. Then all of a sudden, you had these street protests out in front of the county attorney's house. Yeah, you had civil attorneys asking for higher charges, thinking they can get a bigger payout. Yeah, in settling the case, and uh, it goes back to goes back to Hennepin County. We had an experienced and respected prosecutor, Imran Ali, that just quit. He gave up his job because of how this case was handled. It was full of politics and vitriol, he said. Yeah.
7: And and it was one of the one of the more troubling episodes I've seen in in politics in all of my years here in Minnesota. You have a a respected prosecutor who says, "Yeah, I don't want to deal with the mob, which is really what it came down to. I mean, you get into a situation where in part because in large part because of the actions of our current sitting attorney general, the mob has a seat at the table. When it comes to, quote, justice, end quote, in the state of Minnesota, and that should nauseate any civil Minnesotan who cares about the rule of law in this
0: state.
8: It's troubling. It's just troubling uh, in terms of the administration of justice. I believe the county attorneys are going to have to uh, clear their plate and come up with a new system that is fair, impartial, insulated from mob justice, insulated from politics. Insulated from the vitriol that's out there. Change um, change a venue
7: to North Dakota or Montana, maybe? I don't know. Carry on. Sorry. But
8: but in any case, uh, I'm thrilled to be here. I I appreciate it. I'm a member of uh, Fridley American Legion Post 303. We await the elephant in the room band (laughs) and uh, that's something that uh, we look forward to often pretty.
7: i'm looking for we're all looking forward to as well and we'll have to get your request to sing uh when when if uh, when we come out there on the 25th here again for those who have not been following minnesota politics and the judiciary as long as we have here at the show tell the audience a little something about yourself where you come from how you got here and then we'll talk about uh, running for attorney general
8: absolutely um i started a in fact, I was born and raised a Democrat, and, and that's yeah. something I, I confess to. And, and back then, the Bloombergs and the Rockefellers and the Wall Street elite, they were all Republicans. and yeah. It was worker bee Minnesotans who were Democrats, and uh, that isn't the case anymore. I mean, the mainstream Minnesota, the rank-and-file Minnesotans are all Republicans, and yeah. families are welcome in the Republican Party and and uh it's the extremes that are out in the Democrat Party. And and that's uh what I what I've seen. I ran for the legislature at a very young age. It was a nonpartisan legislature right. when I first ran. And uh and the newspapers are complaining. There was no discussion of issues. Everybody agreed on everything. That's right. <laughs> you, know, that was, uh, you know, now they're complaining everybody can't agree on anything. That's but, right. Uh, we had a nonpartisan legislature back in 1972. I was awarded, uh, MCCL gave me their Citizen Legislator of the Year Award. The Chamber of Commerce recognized me as their Legislator of the Year. Went on, was on the Hennepin County Board for four years. That That's when... The Democrats in Hennepin County were supporting law enforcement. Right. They were there for the police. They would defend the police.
7: I could just see Walt Diedzik looking at the current Hennepin County Board and this current Minneapolis City Council and going, what on earth has become of this place? Yeah, it
8: was, uh, you know, like the John Darris, yeah. you know, the, uh, the Walt Diedzik. Yep. You know, these were labor supporting. Democrats wanted law and order, and they wanted to have a safe neighborhood. Yeah. And that's what we need again. We need safe neighborhoods where we don't have carjackings, don't have to worry about your catalytic converter not being there when you go back to your car.
7: You know, the president of the Minneapolis City Council, I, I will never let this line go. Uh, Lisa Bender said uh, on on some newscasts, say, well, people have come accustomed to to having law and order as a privilege, to which I, as a taxpayer, say, Dang, Skippy, it's a privilege. It's a pay- privilege I pay a lot of tax money for. And without that, what am I paying all these taxes for? And and every citizen of Hennepin and Ramsey County in particular should be asking, okay, bring on that privilege. I, I'm sending a big check to you every year on April 15th. I expect a little bit of that privilege in return. Bring it on, people here.
8: So, you know, it, It's sad what's happened where people have to think about where they go shop for groceries, where they park. Yeah. And... Uh, you just have a, a insecure feeling, yeah. In a lot of the cities, and uh, even Thomas Friedman described Minneapolis as a dystopian, yeah, uh, dystopian area. <laughs> it's gotten there. <laughs> that's uh, you know that's and that's a liberal columnist.
7: Yes, Thomas Friedman, no friend of this of this station or, or people like us by any means. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and we talked about this the other night. I've had Mark Drake uh on this broadcast several times talking about how the Attorney General Office under Keith Ellison is literally, not figuratively, not hyperbolically, literally leasing out seats uh on in his climate division, which why does the attorney general have a climate division? I don't know. But they're leasing out seats to people funded by Michael Bloomberg to, to operate with private support from a from an active hyper activist and extremist with the full color of government authority behind him. I have to figure that's got to be illegal somehow or another. And yet here we are,
8: Tad Jude. We have special interests in the attorney general's office with all the authority. Yes, of the Attorney General, and if you look at the cases the Attorney general has intervened in, yep he is at the drop of a hat sued the Trump administration on anything and okay. in everything, yeah, and you look at whether or not he sued the Biden administration, I can't find it where he sued the Biden administration. He sues yeah. other states because he doesn't like the laws in other states. That's what right. does it have to do with Minnesota? <laughs> Go get elected in the other state, <laughs> yeah. Ellis said. That's right.
7: Yes. So let's talk about those. You're out campaigning here. You, you're, you're late into the race, but you're making up for it. Uh, certainly, you, you, you've been out and about already. Yet today, uh, I saw you at the Liberty Tea Party Patriots on Thursday night. You, you made an appearance there. You're out there. So let's talk about um, about, about about the campaign itself. Now, the Republican Party. Is zero and twenty five uh, for statewide elections. I mean, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves are doing better; have been for quite some time. <laughs> and so, what is your uh, what is your route to victory as a Republican running for an executive
8: office in the state of Minnesota, Tad? You with uh, Keith Ellison as Attorney General, he's had a machine in Minneapolis. Yeah. It, Minneapolis has been, you know, whatever Keith wanted, it went down the uh, down the pike. Yeah. Until last November. Yeah. Last November, people came out for the police. Yeah. He not only has been for defunding the police, he's been leading the charge yep. for defunding the police. I think that's sand in the gears of the Ellison machine in Minneapolis. We have a chance. Yeah. I believe if we have Democrats who want those safe neighborhoods go into the minority neighborhoods, they want a safe place to sleep. Yeah. Uh, they just want to have a safe place to go to school, Yep. safe place to go get groceries. And the victims of so much of the violence that we're seeing is in the minority community. Yeah. So I see a window to actually get support from Democrats who want a safe place, safe neighborhoods, and want security. And then you'll go to the suburbs. Yep. In the suburbs, that's where the real battleground is. And I sense that people need safety in the suburbs as well as in the inner city. It's
7: become a big issue in the suburbs. Let's talk about the defund the police movement and the the bloody nose that movement got uh, last fall. Uh, the, the, the precincts, I mean, four of the defunders in the Minnesota, uh, sorry, Minneapolis City Council got tossed last Absolutely. November. Uh, Jer-
8: Philip Cunningham in the fourth precinct. Yep. That area has been racked with violence, and, and he got thrown out on his ear.
7: And the defund question got thrown up by a two-to-one margin. Jeremiah Ellison survived by a thinner margin than, uh, than, than, than I can't think of anything thin enough. Almost defies yeah. physics. I mean he, he survived mm-hmm. barely. So how does a Republican candidate for Attorney General? Uh, exploit that feeling, exploit. That's that's a, a clinical term. Let's just say, how do, 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 does someone like you go into uh, Philippe Cunningham's old district and start to make some hay on this issue, Tad Jude?
8: You know, it, it's not even an issue we need to make hay on. I think people live and breathe it every day. Oh, yeah. And when they go vote next year, yeah. they're going to be voting on whether they want a safe community. Yeah, And that's I think, in everybody's mind.
7: It certainly is. And that would explain probably why the the Democrats uh, in the House are making all these law and ordery sounds. Uh, We we, we have another segment with Tad Jude uh, coming up here. We're going to talk about his candidacy for the Attorney General Office here in the state of Minnesota. Uh, I offer equal time, by the way, to all Republican candidates and to Keith Ellison himself. Come on out on the show. I'd love to have you. I've been extending that invitation since 2006. It'll never go away. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. Be right back.
1: Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
9: The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults.
0: Hi, I'm Jeff.
9: Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale.
3: Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools.
9: The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family.
3: Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
11: iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com.
7: Hey, 1280 The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, we've got hundreds of the best recipes in the world to eat compiled into a best of the best, into the world's greatest recipes. Available right now for free at am1280thepatriot.com. You'll find listener submissions as well as some tasty entries from our favorite authors, radio hosts, friends. Not me. Maybe next time. So Anyway, go to am1280thepatriot.com. It's free. And it's food. Two words that hardly ever go together these days. Two words that belong together. So when you want to ask yourself... Tell yourself you got the free recipes. Get on with it. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriots, 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments for Ted Jude, candidate for the Republican nomination to run against Keith Ellison this coming fall for Attorney General. And good Lord, there's, there's four or five people that I know of running for the race. We've talked for a couple uh, with a couple of them so far. We do offer equal time to all of them, including Keith Ellison himself and Governor Waltz, and Lieutenant Governor Flanagan. I invite them all every year. Have yet to hear back from any of them since RT Ryback. That'll tell you how long it's been. Anyway, Tad Jude is with us here right now. How can people find out more about your campaign, by the way? Uh, we have a
8: website, it is at tadjude.com. T A D. Jude
7: dot com. So let's talk about. I mean, you're running for the nomination right now. That's the same thing all the candidates are doing, hoping to get the nomination and maybe get through the primary to actually get on the ballot to run against Keith Ellison this fall. But let's just say, God willing and with a tailwind, you, Tad Jude, are the next Attorney General of the State of Minnesota. What's the to-do
8: list? What is your first 100 days when you get into office? The first list would be to go through every lawsuit we're intervening in and determine whether or not it is hyperpartisan. Because we have so many hyperpartisan interventions by the Attorney General's office and we gotta pull ourselves out of that. That whole concept of just suing yeah. an administration you don't like or suing a state you don't like. Yeah. That's gotta stop. It doesn't represent the taxpayer of Minnesota. Back during the Mike Hatch and Laurie
7: Swanson eras, which twenty years worth of attorney generals in the state of Minnesota, uh, the, the the attorney general's office basically turned into a glorified consumer uh, complaints office here, and. That all seems so innocent and justifiable these days after four years of Keith Ellison right now here. But uh, what, what what would be the focus of the Attorney General's office after you go through that backlog of partisan dreck on the docket? What will be the, the focus of the Jude administration?
8: Uh, one thing I'd like to do is get a better handle on nonprofits. Okay. Uh, right now we've got this Feeding Our Future yes. in St. Anthony. <laughs> That's $200 million. People don't know where... $200 million have gone. Well, it's not and, a billion. Uh, I
7: mean, when you get to a billion, you're
8: talking real money. But $200 million, that's serious money as well. You're right. You know, it, we have a nonprofit state. Yeah. Many nonprofits. Yes. But I don't think we have a good handle on what nonprofits are doing. And all the money that gets funneled to the nonprofit and whether or not it gets to the poor. I mean, yeah. Keith Ellison's idea... Of helping the poor is to sue the little sisters of the poor. Yes, I mean that's <laughs> you know that's his idea of helping the poor people. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't make any sense to me.
7: And this last decade has seen so many corrosive scandals in the nonprofit industrial complex that even quite a number of the people who the the. the, the uh, groups are supposed to benefit are going, we're, we're seeing nothing from this. We're seeing a whole lot of transfer of wealth from the taxpayer to the nonprofit industrial complex, which basically serves as a training ground for DFL politicians.
8: And and so many people have been giving food in good faith yes. to nonprofits, yeah. thinking that it goes to poor people, yes. people who need food. Yeah. And uh, the whole concept has to be credible. It has to be accountable. And that's what the attorney general's office should be doing is making sure that when people contribute money to nonprofits, it goes to the intended recipient.
7: Let's talk about the attorney general's uh, office role in criminal prosecutions. Four years ago, we had the likes of Doug Wardlow, who's, again, a candidate this time around as well, Mm -hmm. talking about the need to get the attorney general's office involved in supporting counties with some of the more complex criminal cases. Now, we've seen Keith Ellison doing a bit of that entirely for partisan reasons. I mean, essentially bringing the mob to bear on the Kim Potter case in particular, and I'm afraid to see what happens with the Amir Locke case, quite frankly. But uh, what sort of outlook do you see the attorney general, I should say, what sort of role do you see the attorney general's office has in dealing with the
8: crime problem that has racked the metro area? Tadjid. The attorney general has to take the lead and going to the legislature in in terms of new legislation. Yeah. And there have been proposals to increase the penalties for carjacking. I absolutely support that. Yeah. And uh, you look at what the attorney general uh, does with the county attorneys. I think there has to be a clear line of authority with the attorney general's office and the county attorneys, so we know who is prosecuting whom. Yeah. And there's some accountability and some ability to see what's going on in terms of prosecution yeah what happened in the Kim potter case should never be happen again
7: now there's been a obviously the twin cities have seen the worst violent crime rates since the murderapolis days Uh, st paul hit a record minneapolis came in one shy of its record minneapolis had more homicides this last year than the entire state had in 2016, when crime rates kind of hit their bottom, triple the uh, the homicide rate it had five years ago. Uh, and yet, uh, as the, the as Governor Waltz and the DFLs in the legislature are yakking about gun violence, neither of the county attorneys in the metro area, and for that matter, Dakota County as well, have used the sentence enhancements that the legislature gave them 30 years ago to make crime with guns not hey, does the attorney general's office have any role in saying, hey, Mike Freeman or Ryan Winkler or John Choi, get with the program here in terms of sentencing recommendations, or is that entirely a matter of Hennepin and Ramsey County voters just not following the issue that closely?
8: The county attorney races are just so important. Yes. And I would encourage voters to look at who's running for county attorney. I suspect that Ryan Winkler will not be Hennepin County attorney. Thank God. That's... um, (laughs) <laughs> that's just my that's my suspicion. Oh, good. No, the attorney general has to sit down with the county attorneys, who are whoever they are, yeah. and have clear lines of authority. Make sure that we have a uniform, and nonpartisan, and not a response to the mob system of justice in Minnesota. And that's what the attorney general has to set the tone for. And uh, and I would do that as attorney general, sit down with the county attorney so that everybody's accountable.
7: So let's, we, and there are moments we have remaining, probably three and a half minutes, let's talk about the race for attorney general. Obviously, it's it's about getting the nomination and perhaps getting through the primary first here. But your your path to victory here in the state of Minnesota, we've talked about the, the response to the defunding mob. But uh, how can people help? What kind of help do you need, both going for the nomination and getting through the primary, perhaps, and getting into the attorney general's office to start doing the actual work
8: here, Tad, Jude? Uh The main thing is to keep an open mind, ask tough questions, go and participate in your caucus. We've already had the caucuses, but the next step is the conventions, Participate in those. We're going to have new districts after February 15th. Oh, joy. And, uh, you know, so everybody's (laughs) going to be in a new district. But um, participate in those conventions, uh, run for state delegate, and uh, beyond that, Go vote in the primary. I think primaries are going to be real important this year because you're going to have all these new districts. You're going to have a race for governor that won't stop. Yep. You're going to have a race for attorney general that won't stop. <laughs> and we need absolutely need a new attorney general, one who is not hyper-partisan. Yeah. And go to my website, tadjude.com if you'd like to volunteer or make a contribution.
7: And uh, obviously volunteers, I mean, the Republican Party runs on volunteers, unlike the other side, so they're all much needed and much appreciated. That's a a question sought out of my personal interest here. From your perspective, given that the attorney general's race usually flies under the radar with the vast majority of voters, and Keith Ellison's an incumbent, primary is a good thing or a bad thing for you in terms of just getting name out there and getting name recognition and getting some tad-mentum going as you head into uh, the election here, potentially.
8: No, I, I do sense that this may be a primary year. Okay. Because of the governor's race and the attorney general's race, there is so much movement for change. Yeah, People want change. Yes. And we're trying to funnel that enthusiasm, trying to... It's not going to be an easy race against Keith Ellison. Yeah. Keith Ellison will have all the money in the world. Yeah, Any anything that he wants in terms of campaign funding he will be able to get yep. but the people of minnesota the mainstream of minnesota is demanding a change and uh, it's it's not only inflation it's crime it's public safety that is a big issue, and that's why I think people will be involved in the Attorney General's race. We need to talk some more about this, Tad, uh, Tad Jude, and,
7: and w- certainly uh, we hopefully we will get a chance to do this again as we get into convention season with you and all the other candidates here. I could really stand to be on the air 15 hours a week, three hours a day, every day, just to get through all these conversations, Tad Jude. But one more time, how can people find out more about your
8: campaign? Uh, the main way is to call or go to TadJude.com tadjude. dot com
7: can tell you've been in politics for a while, Tad Jude. Your first reflex is go to a phone. Uh, it's <laughs> been a while, <laughs> Tad Jude. Yeah. It's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, seconds remaining here. Where's your next stop on the campaign trail?
8: Yeah, I'll probably go back to uh, Chan Hansen, and um, they have the Autoplex uh, oh, yeah. show out in Chan Hansen, oh, and fun. Uh, it's a conservative pack.
7: Oh, excellent. If I didn't have a birthday party to go to in White Bear, I might follow a log, but I do. Tad Jude, thank you very much for joining us today. Let's do this again. It's been a pleasure. Twice in one week after all these years. A pleasure to meet you. Thanks, Mitch. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. John Augustine up next after the break talking about the Legislative Evaluation Assembly's big annual party. Yeah, you can join. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
1: For the life of your home, visit ThinkAMI.com. Did Minnesota break your furnace, burst your pipes, or fry your electrical panels? Air Mechanical's team of professionals can be your backup call. They come out right away, not in weeks. Plus, save an extra 15% off repairs when you become an Air Mechanical Total Solutions member. Stay healthy and warm this winter. Call or schedule at ThinkAMI.com. That's ThinkAMI.com. For the life
11: of your home, visit ThinkAMI.com. The vast majority of women who come to Robbinsdale Women's Center feel overwhelmed, hopeless, and think abortion is their only way out of an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy. Hi, I'm Victoria, one of the patient advocates at Robbinsdale Women's Center. We provide information in a compassionate and non-judgmental way. We are a woman's best initial step as she processes her pregnancy options. Through counseling and ultrasound, many of these women realize that abortion is not their only option. For the moms and dads that choose life, Robbinsdale Women's Center provides parenting programs to help prepare them. On average, five women each week that are initially considering or being coerced to choose abortion instead choose life. This work is very challenging, but the rewards are life-changing. Your donations to RWC will help make more miraculous life decisions possible. Visit rwcinfo.org to donate. That's rwcinfo.org.
3: How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket.
9: The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults.
0: Hi, I'm Jeff.
9: Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff
3: and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools.
9: The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family.
3: Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
7: AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join me, and I hope you will, because that's what makes it fun getting to actually talk to the audience, that's you, all of you, you all have something to say, talk radio, make sure you have an avenue to get that out there that will not cancel you for thinking different. (laughs) 651-289-4488. Or you can go to hashtag NarnShow on Twitter, Gab Parlor, MeWe, or Getter. Actually, I haven't logged into Getter yet, so I hope you have I'm not going to have time to. So I hope you haven't sent me a comment via getter. But uh we got some Twitter comments perhaps to get to a little, a little later on here. We're also broadcasting uh our live stream on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. That's uh, just go to Facebook. Type in Northern Alliance Radio Network. We're the only one out there. So hope you can join us there. Speaking of hoping you can join things, uh, it's my pleasure to welcome back to the broadcast, after just a few weeks here, uh, our good friend John Augustine from the Legislative Evaluation Assembly, coming off a triumphant performance with Elephant in the Room last Saturday night at Stillwater. John, welcome to the show.
2: Well, thanks, Mitch. Uh, Thanks for having me on again. So, yeah, I was on in December when I was talking about the LEA, Uh, annual report on the legislature and releasing the latest uh, results and some analysis uh, coming from that. And uh, today, I wanted to get on here just to help promote the annual banquet. So I mentioned that uh, we're a grassroots organization. We, We have an annual banquet where we present awards to those that score highest in the previous year's report. It's also our annual meeting, where people that are members, and it's just $10 to become a member, uh, can uh, elect board members f- from that audience to over- help oversee the content of the next year's report. So it's all grassroots driven, and we're celebrating 50 years of uh, existence this year. And we have also a keynote speaker generally, in along with the banquet, and this year, uh coming going from a theme that we noticed uh while doing analysis of legislation in twenty twenty one and to some extent twenty twenty is the growing proliferation of a racial ethnic and activist spoil system throughout all of the bills throughout the, throughout the appropriations and and some of the policy as well and uh some of the implications of that in terms of there's lack of assimilation is actually discouraged because if you get your allocation of funds or maybe even your eligibility of funds just from your identity group status and and what that effect has on local communities sometimes that are have uh, immigrant levels of immigration or refugee resettlement imposed upon them without uh, much recourse. And so we have uh, as our keynote speaker this uh for this banquet uh former Saint Cloud City councilman uh Jeff Johnson who's going to be talking about refugee resettlement and the law. And so we he while well, he was on the council he, he has a background in as a professor of aeronautics and also he has a, a higher education administration advanced degree as well. Uh, taught in the state university system for a long time, but while he served on the St. Cloud City Council, he tried to uh, explore what was going on in terms of from the from the federal government uh, sending in levels of refugees that were kind of destabilizing his community and proposed a refugee resettlement moratorium that generated controversy and so forth. But nevertheless... Uh, he's got quite a bit of insight on how they're not following the law and and when 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 they do this refugee resettlement in terms of not getting sufficient input and consultation from local communities and what the effects of that are. So that will be part of the LEA banquet this year. It's being held on February 22nd on the evening of February 22nd at Jimmy's Event Center in Vadnais Heights. Advanced registration is open through, price is open through February 10th. It's uh, $35 per person for the banquet. And uh, you don't have to be a member of LEA to join, but it's just not much extra to be a member, and we certainly could, could use all the support we can get.
7: Jimmy's in Badness Heights, also known as the unofficial second home of the entire Fourth Congressional District Republican Party. Uh, oh, that's com- nice,
2: that's right. Uh, and, uh, I love that place. Also, um, if you're listening out in outside the metro in Greater Minnesota, and you want to make a trip in, because uh, we actually have. Some legislators from the far stretches of the state uh, that are act- honorees this year for the first time in about 20 years. We have some from the 218 area code, including uh, Steve Green and Matt Grossel. All right. But anyway, if anyone from the far stretches of the state wants to uh, get accommodations for the night, uh, the Holiday Inn Express, which is adjacent to Jimmy's Event Center, is offering an extra discount for those that are there for the LEA banquet on their room rates uh, through February 10th, if you reserve up through February 10th. So I just wanted
7: to get that out there. And by the way, so eight, nine, that means Thursday is your deadline for getting in on this, right? No, February, February 10th. Never mind. I'm still, yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah, is February, isn't it? Yes, Holy it is. cow. <laughs>
2: it is. And it was December when I was on. So it was more than a few weeks ago.
7: Yeah, so. no, I know. And I'm still dating my uh, checks 1998 here. So this, is, <laughs> this is, <laughs> so, it's still that time of year. Uh, John Augustine, where can people go to find out more about the, uh, the banquet it, and, of course, the LEA? Oh.
2: Uh, lea dot org and if uh the, the so and one other thing i was going to mention if i can sure. is that uh, you kind of teased in your pre-show about the John Adams society oh yeah and so it's it's it shares something in common besides me being prominently involved in it in that in all these throw all, through all these campaign seasons it's people have to choose teams right you're going to be uh team Wardlow or team jude for a while and and you get you get the kind of tribal feeling even within within the within the conservative movement but lea uh we we're just about education and evaluation we don't endorse candidates or give money to candidates we just award those that happen to score highest on the bills we uh decide to analyze in the previous year's report and the john adams society is a conservative debating society it's it runs a uh, parliamentary style of debate uh, tries to have fun enjoy uh heckling tasteful heckling is encouraged uh we pick a we pick a topic on which we think conservatives can plausibly disagree each uh each month so it, so if you take a break once a month from your normal uh you know responsibilities job activities political activities and so forth and just want to engage in a free flowing discussion that is uh, in the confines of the John Adams Society. You're welcome to uh, join, uh, attend a debate or eventually join. That's JohnAdamsSociety.org. Our topic this month is resolved. Operation Warp Speed has left us in a black hole. <laughs> All right.
7: Uh excellent. So John Adams society. org and L E A M N dot or lea dash M N dot Uh John Augustine, uh, excellent. Uh, great to have you here and uh, best of luck with both events here and uh, we'll hope to talk again soon. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Much more when we come back, including, well, I'm just going to say a couple words about the 20th anniversary of the thing that got us all here, as well as some other big events in the news that don't pertain to Minneapolis politics, believe it or not, this week. We'll be right back. Good night. <laughs>
4: Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff.
9: Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale.
4: We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values.
9: The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family.
4: I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life.
9: Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults.
3: Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
4: Four years ago, China expert Stephen Mosher warned us about the rising threat of Chinese totalitarianism. Four years later, the threat from China has grown exponentially. Yet, in spite of China's relentless violations of human rights and dignity, China is being honored as the host of the Winter Olympics. In the eye-opening, fully updated version of Steve Mosher's book, Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to World Order, Mosher exposes China as a world-class manipulator. Mosher's book, Bully of Asia, details how in the face of communist party threats and a worldwide pandemic the world continues to enable china with economic engagement the christian review hails bully of asia as a somber warning Breitbart news calls it compelling and a beacon of hope and bill Gertz says bully of asia is a vitally important book read the unvarnished truth about china you won't see during the olympics get stephen mosher's book bully of asia why china's dream is the new threat to the world order available at amazon and wherever books are sold isn't it time you trade your old
1: salt hog for a new wet technology water softener from Commerce? Commerce will give you $400 for your old softener and haul it away, too. Save salt, save water, and your back. Go to Commerce.com. Commerce Water. That's Commerce.com. AM
7: 1280, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget my band Elephant in the Room. Uh, Coming up this coming Friday at a brand new club for us, the Bloomington VFW. That's uh, on 85th Street, right about halfway between Nicollet and Lindale, Uh, right by the North Bloomington Cub, not the South Bloomington Cub. No way. Anyways, uh, join us there next uh, Friday night. Also, Friday the 25th, as Tad Jude mentioned, we will be at Fridley, American Legion, number 303. In, well, Fridley. Uh, They seem to like us there. They've had us back uh, for the fourth time, I think, coming up here on the 25th. Plus, we are going to be back at the Stillwater Bowl. again in march and april yeah we thought we were looking at a kind of a snoozer of a spring here on the elephant in the room but (laughs) not to be oh we got gigs booked all the way through august here so yeah if you got a private party that you want to book get on the calendar quick northern alliance radio network 651-289-4488 we'll take a quick call from invergrove heights dan welcome to the northern alliance radio network go right away uh go right
6: ahead yes hello mitch so, um, when I was watching uh, either what is it, Channel 5 slash Channel 45, depending on the time of day, uh, or Fox 9 news, local news, um, they were saying that the pistol that um, Amir Locke uh, had in his hand uh, at the time all this went down contained um, 5.7 millimeter armor piercing rounds, which, uh, according to the website, Cura, Q-U-O-R-A dot com, it says um, they're not legal. You cannot legally carry any armor-piercing round in a pistol in any state. You can't even buy armor-piercing 5.7 by 28-millimeter ammo, period. It's not banned, but it's not available for sale to civvies, meaning civilians. Right. So I just thought that that was interesting. I know Rob Dorr uh, made a statement that it was legal for a to be carrying Concealed, but he didn't. Rob door did not make mention of the uh, ammunition in the pistol. I just well, that's we, possible. Uh, By
7: the way, you don't need a permit to carry concealed or any other way in your own home, which that apartment was. It was a mere lock's dom- domicile, and anyone can have a gun. You can carry. You can walk around strapped up like Ted Nugent in your own home without a permit. uh Second of all, whether the ammunition was illegal or not, there is no evidence so far that it was, or for that matter, wasn't on the search warrant, if it so happened that he had illegal ammunition, which, by the way, I've seen other people say, but I've seen no authoritative confirmation of, if it wasn't on the search warrant, then it just happens to, then then it might be circumstantially true, and maybe it's neither here nor there, because if that wasn't what the St. Paul police were looking for, and if it wasn't what the Minneapolis police were searching for, then, to the best of my knowledge, as a non-lawyer, it's irrelevant. And it would be the least of his con- uh, Locke's concerns at this point. For that matter, it's the least of the Minneapolis police's concerns at this point. Unless, And we're not going to know what was on that search warrant, at the very least, for another week. They have 10 days to, uh, to d- divulge the search warrant, maybe, if they haven't sealed it, which I'm told they have. So I'm going to suggest to you that even if that is the case... It's irrelevant unless for some reason it pops up on the search warrant and there's no reason it would be popping up on the search warrant if the murder that I can think of, I'll say, because I'm neither an investigator nor a lawyer. But I'm going to suggest to you that there's the only way that 5.7 millimeter FN armor piercing ammunition is going to pop up on a search warrant in Minneapolis is if it was used in a homicide in St. Paul that led to the search warrant. That's my guess, best guess there, and it's all guesses right now, Dan, from Invergrove Heights. But thank you for the question, by the way. Appreciate it, as always. 651-289-4488, the number to call here. Uh, just a couple—so much to get through here yet today. Uh, Republican National Committee voted to censure Liz Cheney and uh, Adam Kinzinger for actions on their positions as members of the January 6th Select Committee. Uh, I don't think it's a great look for for Republicans, but on the other hand, I I mean, I think Mike Pence has done a great job of telling things the way they are regarding January 6th. I think that people are counting him out for, quote, disloyalty, end quote, to Donald Trump, are missing the point of how checks and balances and uh, enumerated powers and the process of elections are supposed to work. Now, For the never-Trumpers, and especially the Democrats, who are hopping up and down and making hay out of uh, January 6th and the unprecedented attack on democracy, I'll just say, first of all, I I have, as I did on January 7th of last year, I condemn the riot, which was, in fact, an affront to democracy. Uh, The the rally that sprang from, uh, from whence the riot sprang was not... I mean, they may have said some things that were not particularly constitutionally valid, but we have a First Amendment for that very reason. But that is a year in the past. And there's some things that have happened this past week that that make me think perhaps the Democrats yakking about the respect for democracy is, in fact, fundraising crocodile tears. This past week, President Biden, who those of us who may remember, uh, took on a, a call to uphold the Constitution, is urging Spotify to take further action on Joe Rogan. Uh, by the way, uh, it's, uh, further further evidence, in fact, that some of this uh, respect for the Constitution is, in fact, less than skin deep. Uh, Rob Dorr joins us via phone with a, a response to Dan from Invergrove Heights. Dan, uh, Dan, fire away, as it were.
0: I'm sorry, Rob, uh, Rob, fire away. I knew what you meant, Mitch. No, yeah, I, I, I felt my name uh, over the airwaves, so uh, <laughs> I would have to respond. But, uh, yeah, I think um, the, 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 there's no evidence that the the rounds were armor piercing. Uh, 5.7, the, it is a full metal jacket round, and it's a high-velocity round, and so it always gets the nomenclature that it's armor piercing simply because of its bullet characteristics and that it's full metal jacket. And this is what the anti-gun people always do. If it's full metal jacket, it's armor piercing if it's hollow point it's a top killer bullet you know so you can't win either way
7: Yep. 5.7 fn is basically a really tiny rifle round that gets fired from from really large pistols basically i know people who own them they're pretty sweet guns actually but fair point and that's kind of what i wondered about and i'm glad to have the authority where rob Dorr from the Minnesota gun owners caucus (sighs) busy week (laughs) thanks for calling in my pleasure. Absolutely, Northern Alliance Radio Network AM A, The Patriot. I plan a nice, orderly final segment of the show to observe something, and yet news keeps busting out. I'm glad to have it. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Rob. And uh, let's let's make sure the facts keep getting straight. By the way, there was a shooting, another shooting last week in Minneapolis, for which I'm still awaiting information. I believe it was Wednesday morning. A carjacker was apparently an attempted carjacker was shot in the face by a, a citizen who happened to have a gun with him. Now, uh, apparently, uh, we don't know anything about the case. I am waiting word. The, the 36-hour charging window expired noon yesterday, and I've heard nothing more about the case. I'll be following that at info. Speak of the devil, info. my blog. It turns 20 years old today. It was February 5th. 2002 my god that was a long time ago uh three days in a row by the way uh in the calendar that are huge pivotal events in my life uh february uh, 4th the birth of my youngest and i have to say any of your child children are uh, the birth of any of your children is going to be an epic event in your own life and so yesterday the birth of my youngest uh, and the father of my granddaughter, Watermelon, of great fame on this broadcast, obviously a huge event in my life. Happy birthday to my youngest. Uh, February 6th, of course, tomorrow, the birthday of Ronald Reagan, a politician who changed my life and the world. A politician who, with a little help from some of my friends, converted me from a feckless young Democrat to the conservative uh, principles oriented uh paleo con that I am today, so uh, God bless you, Ronald Reagan, and your memory and and the best of luck to all of you who still carry that flag in the world, myself included, and of course, February fifth uh the day I started my blog, it was two thousand two I was working at a die a company that was had been in business for about a year and was already visibly had that scent of death about it. I was uh, a new single parent, had been divorced for some time, had a eight year old and a nine year old at home. And I had a nine year old and a 10 year old at home, actually, and was reading Time Magazine as I was looking for something to do at this. Can I reiterate? Dying company. I saw an article in Time Magazine about, and I quote, the new generation of conservative intellectuals in the media. Andrew Sullivan was the one they were talking about. Yeah, go figure. And as a sidebar conversation, they had a little piece about the technology of the blog, the web log, and a little how-to on how to create one. Now, in 2002, I had been out of talk radio since 1987 and been out of radio for almost 10 years completely. And I, one thing I missed in my life was having a voice. Now, I'd been married for some time. I'd had kids for, by this point, 12 years, my own and stepchildren. And I missed having a voice in the world. And I started that night, went home, put, got the kids fed, put them to bed, went out online and got uh, out to blogger.com and started my little blog shot in the dark. And I figured at very best, I would have an audience of maybe five people a day. And that would have been just fine. Cause it was just something for me to do something to write, something to feel like I had a voice. Well, I soon met other bloggers, Scott Johnson, John Hinderocker, Brian St. Paul Ward, Chad the Elder, King Banyan, the rest of the people who became the Northern Alliance Radio Network as a direct consequence of being bloggers 20 years ago. Uh, It was 18 years ago that the show went on the air, so it was another two years of evolution before our blogs became a talk show. But the changes that made in my life starting uh, you know, having a whole new social life, having a, a voice in the world, having uh, a whole new social circle, having this very radio show that brings me to you every day started with that blog and that little extra effort in the evening this day 20 years ago. And for that, I am thankful to each and every one of you to God, to blogger.com, to Andrew Sullivan, to everyone involved. So thank you all for tuning in here and there and everywhere for these last 20 years. God bless you all.
1: God bless America. Refinance to today's low mortgage rates and you could save up to $1,000 a month, plus tens of thousands in long-term savings. It just takes a 10-minute call to American Financing to get started. You'll get a custom loan with incredible savings. No pressure. No upfront fees. Pre-qualify for free at eight hundred seven 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 eighty one zero nine, or visit AmericanFinancing.net. dot net NMLS one eight two three three four NMLSconsumeraccess dot org.
10: Everyone has important numbers. A phone number, a year you were born, even your anniversary. At Appliance Renew, giving our customers savings up to 50% off is one of our important numbers. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We sell brand new scratch and ding name brand appliances. Our inventory of over 250 appliances changes weekly. I put all appliances through a 20-point inspection, checking that all components, belts, and lines are running at peak performance. Appliance Renew is locally owned and operated in beautiful downtown Farmington. Visit ApplianceRenew.com or give me a call at 612-564-9207. It's worth the trip to downtown Farmington in the South Metro for savings up to 50% off brand new scratch and ding appliances. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. Hi, I'm Ben Hageman. I own American
8: Pressure with my brother. Being family-owned and operated has allowed us to be very nimble and plan for demand and growth. Yes, we have machines and accessories on the shelf, with more arriving every day. We focus on delivering value by offering a full range of pressure washers and steam cleaners, and we are looking forward
1: to taking care of our customers for years to come. Give us a call at 763-521-4442. American Pressure.